Welcome to another episode of the Seminar Files. This is L. Hey, B. Hashtag feminism. African queen. African queen. Three black women. Where's the lie? What's cracking, Shug? Shug, you look real comfortable, actually. Yeah, this is how I, I look when I wake up and walk downstairs to go to work. So this is it. I'm a little jealous. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, I'm trying to enjoy it for as long as I can because since, you know, the world has decided that COVID is over. It ain't. <laughs> I'm waiting to see when they're going to make the announcement of us coming back into the office. You are correct. COVID is not over. However, everybody, well, I won't say everybody, mostly everybody has relaxed their mask requirements. I have been traveling, so haven't been one of those people wearing a mask on a plane. Like, and I know I should, but I'm just tired. So wait, when have you been on a plane? Remember when you called me on Friday? I was in the airport. I was boarding the flight as you called me. (laughs) I knew you, yeah, I knew you weren't paying attention because you was just spilling out everything. And I was like, this poor baby had a bad day. But I was halfway listening because I was in my own little world or whatever because I was still upset that I had to take that mofo to court and it was bringing up like some some stuff so now I'm looking for therapists to talk through things with but yeah I was like yeah and it sounds like they're picking on my trash right now but yeah I was um I was back in Alabama last weekend so oh I totally missed that friend my it's all good no, but I mean, I was thinking about that. So I was like, these heifers ain't checked on me. But I coming to realize that all of us, you know, in including Doc, all of us are kind of going through our own little thing right now. It's just very interesting times. As you notice, you know, KB isn't with us due to unforeseen circumstances. So we're going to keep the party rolling. But how are you doing? You know, I'm good. Um... Well, I'm lying. I'm not good, but I'm trying to be good. And I kind of realized that in this new decade that I'm going to try to do things outside of what I normally do. So like, for example, I went out twice this week on school nights, back to back. I I did notice that, but I was like, I ain't going to say nothing. I was like, girl, is she a good one? Because... Apple playlist. I was like, oh, I have a song by Coffee on my morning wake up. I know who Coffee is. Okay. 
It's fine. She's a reggae artist. It's okay, Should I'm going to okay. send you this song. I feel like that's a popular song of hers, and you'll probably know who she is. Who she is. Okay. So, so I did that Tuesday. On Monday, I went to a popular restaurant in your neck of the woods. I'm not going to say the name of it because we're not going to do free advertisement in these parts. I mean, well, most people would be able to gay if anybody knows anything about Baltimore, they would be able to engage because unfortunately, I feel like we don't have many of them. So I, I see I see you. Thank you. So the food was amazing. And I had two, did I have two drinks, three drinks, two drinks. I had two drinks. So in any event, the drinks were apparently really strong because I was feeling them. I was feeling them so much that I asked our server, who was amazing, who this tall, bald, light-skinned man was standing by the kitchen. And she's like, oh, that's the manager. So he happened to just walk around. He was walking around talking to all the tables. And he stopped at our table, and I engaged in dialogue with him. And the dialogue turned into him getting my number and sending me an invitation to their one-year anniversary party that they're having for the chef. So I'll be back in Baltimore on Friday. And well, then, good luck with that. Thanks. I mean, I'm not. Like, even if it doesn't work with him, I'm just like, let me just sort of like expand my horizon. Because these Negroes that are close to D.C. and southwest of D.C. like ain't popping. So let me expand my horizons a little bit and my friend that bought me the ticket to see coffee like I told her about the event on Friday my intent was to go by myself which you know for me is huge because I always got to do something with a partner but apparently me telling her she thought it was an invitation I want to be like but I wasn't <laughs> inviting you oh so yeah girl so now she has invited herself but she's like a fun chick she's a fun girl I like her so yeah so I'm trying to to sort of manage like my mental health yeah while also trying to be there for my friends and loved ones and I'm like let me sort of manage all of these things and do what I need to do to like protect my peace yeah I mean well I think that's a difficult thing I was going to say for women but I think for people in general and then especially right now with us being cooped up in the house for over two years and being bombarded with all of this information and every day there's something in the news like now I'm seeing that interest rates are the highest that they've been since I think 2009 or something like that so we're looking at another possible recession so I mean it's just a lot and that's why I sent you guys the message of you know hey I'm still here but I'm going to be off the grid for a little while because you do you have to take a step back and you have to take care of yourself and there's a lot going on so you know do whatever it is that you need to do and whatever makes your soul happy and smile and you know come back when you can so thank you friend i appreciate that your state's in the news i'm confused because i feel like 
I don't know if I'm missing something. Is this also the person? So the inmate and the corrections officer are missing. Is right. she pregnant by the inmate or am I confusing this with another story um i believe you're confusing what i believe you're confusing with another story there's a lot that we still don't know (laughs) all we know is that she's missing so i'm looking at the details because i was in i was in alabama when you know i guess it was like a nationwide flash like all i saw people posting on facebook about you know did you see this so basically this corrections officer and this inmate have disappeared. Um, it's been a whole week since they've disappeared. But at first they were thinking that maybe he kidnapped her or something to that effect. But as more details emerge, it looks like she purposely ran off with this guy. So corrections officer is 56. The inmate is 38, which leads me to believe she's probably not pregnant. But, you know, Ooh, things well. happen. You're things right. happen she she could be but <laughs> we we don't know where they are but you know according to some of the things that she did prior to their disappearance like she put in for retirement I believe she started to like empty out some of her bank accounts so it's looking like really they, yes so it's looking like she said all that they hatched this plan or whatever and we're gonna run off to mexico or whatever we're gonna fall off the grid and we're gonna go live our best lives because she took him out for i think it was like a mental evaluation or something but he wasn't scheduled for that so that's why i was like and nobody thought to like question her but according to reports she's like a model employee like she was a high-ranking official so very well respected but I'm like this guy must have got a hold of her and they had a conjugal visit and he put that d on her and thanks and he knows you there's like a 20 year age difference absolutely so I was like he whipped that thing on her and she was like I'm ready to risk it all so yeah we don't know where they are. They're still on the run. I was hoping that maybe we would see them because I'm willing to turn them in for some reward money. I think <laughs> I think at the time it was only like $10,000 and me and the boo was like, that ain't enough. So it was like, you know, if it's $25,000, I might get to talking. But even from the report, they're thinking that the relationship began in 2020. So, Wow. Yeah, so apparently this has been going on for a little while. Oh, yeah. So she, you're right. She planned her escape mm-hmm. route. She's going to take her boo. Absolutely. Yep. You know, this reminds me of, so you know, I've been listening to the podcast, Sisters Who Kill. And oh, their, yep. most, their mm-hmm. most recent episode was about this woman named Kiana, I think Barnes. And she was found guilty of killing two men. The crazy thing is, though, I won't go into too much detail, but once she was convicted and put in jail, she escaped and was gone for like four months. But when she had, so for the first murder charge, she was, I guess, out on the lam or something like that and had escaped to Mexico Mm -hmm. and like cut her, well, no, she cut her hair the second time that she 
that when she escaped prison, not the first time she fled to Mexico, but she did all these things, I think, to change her appearance. But also it kind of, but also the crazy thing is, is that she was stealing old boy's money that she killed. Like she was like, she had gotten his debit card and stupid girl, stupid, stupid girl was wiring the money from his account to herself in Mexico. And that's how the authorities found her. Because she absolutely. was wearing the money Yes, absolutely. No, you, you can't do anything like that. So I'm like watching stuff like Dexter and like all of these crime shows or whatever. And it's like, you have to think about all of that kind of stuff. Like if you're going to kill somebody, you better be meticulous. You can't leave hair. You can't leave fiber. None of that. Nothing. Yeah, you can't do any of that. And then also, if you're going to be go on the run, obviously you need to take a page out of this lady's book. Like everything needs to be liquid. You don't need. We're not running to the bank. You don't. None of that. Exactly. So you know, be be prepared. But oh, poor little tink tink. But yeah, so that's what's going on in the great state of Alabama at the moment. Right. So Netflix has been in the news. Well, actually, I think all the streaming services have been in the news lately for different things. One, everybody's going up on their prices, right? Yeah. So, because I feel like every year, and I probably shouldn't say this because I'm probably going to get in trouble, but like I share my Netflix account with like one of my isms. Like she just kind of like gives me like the over it. Everybody, everybody shares their Netflix You're account. Right, cause, right, because I have your Hulu yeah, like maybe has my Netflix, or she used to have my Netflix, and now she gets it through her cable company. But yeah, I'm like we. Plus. I'm and like this, I have my BET Plus. Do you have my BET Plus? I used to, but I don't. I don't think I ever use it. I think I did the trial, oh, but I need should. to look. I trust because I want to watch First Wives Club again. But I love First Wives Club. <laughs> but I feel like all of these streaming services had to know that this was going to be a thing so netflix is being an asshole and trying to trying to crack down on that which honestly i don't know how they're going to be able to do so but you know apparently they really need the money because their stock tanked i want to say a couple of weeks ago so they lost a couple of billion dollars so in the aftermath of that they are now laying off people and um part of the hit of that is that they were going to have this platform called um to dumb so it's kind of like the sound you know when you log on to netflix and it has that little drum sound or whatever that's why they called it that but it was going to be a, yeah it was going to be a platform led by women of color so all of these women had uprooted their lives and moved to california was trying to work on creating content but now since netflix is financially in trouble they've scrapped it and now there are all these women out in california who are like you know well i thought this was going to be a really good opportunity and now i can't pay my rent so just like yeah you know what i'm saying and then the the funny thing about it is is that i didn't even know this was a thing until they cut all these people because i was like oh this is dope but why did netflix like announce this like why are we only hearing about it now that all these people no longer work there so it's just well maybe that was supposed to be the surprise right like maybe they were going to wait until they had fully developed 
the channel and had like real content and people could get ready to like stream or sign up or whatever they were going to have people do to access the content. Yeah, but now I'm like, this makes you look even worse. And I'm like, you know, if I did have a Netflix subscription, I would cancel it. But I use my cousin. So I was like, well, there's no point in... There's no point in I don't pay for it anyway. And now I'm like, and this is why I don't pay for you. So fuck you, Netflix. And yeah, so, but I'm also watching, let me tell you how much of an asshole I am. Because I'm watching and I'm like, I know their stock has plummeted. So I'm waiting for it to get like dirt cheap and then buy some. Because I feel like people are going to come back. Oh yeah, can you let me know when that happens? Because I need to do some more investing. Yep, so that's, that's what I'm waiting on, although it's it's messed up, but I'm like, you know, millionaires are made in times such as these, so. Oh, wait, speaking of Netflix, I told you all, I told the tribe, like, who I saw at the coffee concert. I would have lost my shit. <laughs> like, I didn't realize who he was until somebody said something about seeing him on TV, and I was like, oh. <gasps> Oh shit, that's old boy from Young, Famous, and African. Or is it Young, African, and Famous? I don't know, but we know what you're talking about. Thank yes. you. It was Diamond Platinums, and he's real petite, but we kind of knew that though, right? Like he's real little. He had these two, he was with this one guy that my friend thought was cute. And I think he's Nigerian. Oh, well, I he actually he might be Nigerian. I don't I don't know how she knew he was Nigerian. I mean, but she's from London, so. I mean, are they, but she's not African though. Her dad's from the Caribbean. In any event, I'm going off on a tangent. <laughs> but he was with some guy that my friend thought was cute. And then with these two like gorgeous women, like they look like they could be sisters. Like they had like deep brown mahogany skin. I was like, they're very striking. But I was like, that's having platinums. Yeah, I, I would have lost picture, it. But he left well, actually. Quick. Actually, like who I would have lost it over is Swanky Jerry. I'm such a Swanky fan. Like I love him. I feel like he's the most fascinating person on the planet. So yeah, hopefully he's gonna put it out in the atmosphere. Yep, I want to put it out in the atmosphere. I want to meet Swanky within the next year or two. So we're gonna make that happen. It's gonna happen. I'm here for it. No, nah, but speaking of Netflix. Did you watch the ultimatum? Like, I know you're the reality show queen, I feel like, out of the three of us. But did you watch the ultimatum? You know, I didn't. I only watched part of that one episode that you and the healer were watching when we were in Charleston. And I said I was going to go back and watch it. But, you know, I'm not like a big, like, dating reality show person. Like, I don't... I don't want to see people date. Like, I'm not, I tried to get into The Bachelor, especially when they had, you know, the Black Bachelor and The Bachelorette when she was Black. But I was like, I just can't. It's still can't white. No. Shows. Yeah. It's still white. Yeah. But yeah, no. It's not so the ultimatum. And at first, because I was kind of like, uh, I didn't have anything else to watch. But it sucks you in from the first episode. And then, especially after, because we made a joke about this. So, one of the black couples, the guy is an Omega. So I, yeah. I saw his brand and I was like, oh, okay. So I know they shot the show in Austin, Texas. So I was like, maybe he's like a Southwest bro. Cause he wasn't giving me like Omega vibes. And how about mm-hmm. I look this boy up and he is upside. 
So that means he went to Florida A&M University. Mm-hmm. He pledged Omega at Florida A&M University. We have mm-hmm. friends that are Omegas from Florida A&M University, and mm-hmm. I did not. I was just like, there He's must be. like them. Yeah, I'm like, this is a new brand of. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is a new batch of oh, because I'm. I mean, like, I was just like, oh, he must have pledged in Cali. I was like, he definitely didn't go to HBCU, and I was all the way wrong. So I'm not gonna tell you what happened, but it was just a hot mess. First of all, because these, all of these people in here, I think the oldest person on the show was 30, and. That's Right. That was the problem. So it's like these very young people. It's, oh, well, we've been together for two years. I feel like we should get married. You either marry me now or we're going to break up. And I'm like, that's kind of not how it works. So I'm not going to give away the, the ending. I will say it is a hot mess, but there's this trend now. of So there's the ultimatum. And I think Oprah has a show called Marry Me Now or something. So I haven't watched that one. But the premise of the show is the women are the ones that are proposing to the men. And it's like they have three days to get married. Yeah, I will be doing that. But um, I'm just like, what is this fascination with women and getting married and embarrassing themselves in the name of good television? Like, why would you think this is a good idea to do this? People just want money and fame. And like now with all of these different shows and these different ideas are really, yeah, I'm going to say like same idea, but in a different way. Like people are willing to, you know, risk their soul for a dollar or to risk their dignity for a dollar. As my dad used to say, all money ain't good money. It's really not because if I see any of these person in real people in real life, I'm going to laugh at them and be Mm -hmm. like, like now yeah like you got caught sucking dick on camera how does that make you feel i'm not gonna say who it was oh i'm the ultimatum watch the show so oh, <laughs> i'm about to watch it this weekend because i'm about to be in the house anyway oh sure. yep i'm about to watch it because i don't plan on doing no no work no nothing i'm gonna sit in my pajamas oh girl not yeah sucking dick. and when her boyfriend was it Got to be more careful. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, it's a very messy show, but I'm like, kudos to Nick Lachey and his wife, Vanessa, because they're the host of this whole thing. So I'm sure they got a nice coin because I want to say it was one of the most watched shows on Netflix. So I'm oh, pretty wow. sure, pretty sure there will be a season two, so. Okay. You know, I'm excited for part two. Oh, dang, I'm going to miss it. For part two of Ready to Love Child, uh, the reunion. Because can, can we talk about that now since sure. the season is over? That season was a hot-ass mess. It was like, trash. It, it was, like, I heard someone say that basically Potomac was made up of the rejects that didn't make it. From D.C. I and can. the only couple, the only two people who I liked from the beginning, even though during part one of the reunion, I really didn't like her, was Joy and Cliff. Like, I feel like they have a real genuine connection. However- You didn't like her? Well, I'm going to tell you why I didn't like her at the reunion. I liked Joy all season until the Kia and Eric were talking about 
what happened between them. Right. And when and after the discussion was over and she hugged him. And I'm like, why are you don't do that because Eric was messy as hell. And I even commented because I'm in a group on Facebook for like people of color that watch like reality television. And apparently like Eric's excuse was, is that he felt like because he had been intimate or I shouldn't say intimate because he had been physical with the Kia off camera, like they had kissed each other and held hands and things like that. His excuse was, is that he felt he could grope her or touch her in a certain way. Right. My thing is, I don't care if we had sex five minutes before we came to take this picture. If I did not give you consent to grab my body, don't grab me. That's yeah. inappropriate. Like, don't, and also, you don't grab a woman's breast, especially in front of a group of people in public. That's not cool. I didn't like, I'm, I was really disappointed at how their story ended because I was actually rooting mm-hmm. for them. Like, they had a really cute first date. They seemed to have a lot in common. They were both yeah. systems engineers. So, and they were a nice looking couple, but I felt like his behavior on the reunion show was very off-putting because I was like okay Dakia is telling her truth but there's no there's no need for you to cuss at her like she was still very respectful of of the situation and of you although you know she felt some type of way about what had happened but you know you over here and was like you know fuck that shit I'm 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 gonna hurt some feelings and all that kind of stuff and it was just like where is this energy coming from because it's lying he's probably embarrassed he probably feels some type of way and he's lying but my thing is own up to it you know what i'm saying like you you apologize she accepts your apology there was no need to get into all of this other type of stuff and he was like well why are we bringing all these other type of people into it because basically you said this one was lying right there were people there that saw it so they you know you can't deny what happened but neither here nor there um I was really surprised at some of the behavior so I was like okay and I guess there will be even more messiness on the second half of the show because I feel like at some point the Ken and Joy are gonna have it out and I was like I thought they were cool but I I thought they were no they're not cool because remember the Kia wanted Cliff yeah, but I kind of feel like in Dakia's, I feel like Dakia kind of started going after Cliff after Eric got yeah, kicked off the absolutely, show. Absolutely. Yeah, so I kind of feel like Dakia was kind of grasping at straws a little bit and trying to find a connection because I feel like I do. Because I feel like, I feel like it was Eric. Once Eric fell apart, then she started to gravitate towards Cliff. And I felt like Cliff and Joy from day one were just. They were. That was. They were. Yes, they were inseparable from day one. But I will say when Dakia and Cliff went to the oyster bar and he fed her oysters, that was before Eric left. I I mean, maybe. And so then I feel when, like, when like, Paul, I, her and Paul. And it just, that was fake. That was yeah. that was so forced. That was yeah. speaking of, I also think Carmen and Donovan are forced. I don't think that shit is real. I think Carmen just wanted to walk away. And remember, <laughs> this is funny. Remember when I texted y'all and I was like, oh, Carmen's in here yeah, with her, but yeah. I think I was that was out. her ex-boyfriend though. Cause I went on her page 
she's in she's in she's in one of the dmv groups that where she is she is so i think i think that was a birthday party for her ex because i actually saw donovan in like one of the video clips so i think that was her ex boo gotcha so because they were definitely sitting together when my friends and i were leaving that venue but what i will also say i was like well maybe shit maybe they really are together because there's a clip of them doing an interview with Good Day DC or something like that, or Good Day Washington. I was like, oh shit, maybe they really are together. But they seem like the odd couple to me. Like I never would have put them together. But now that like Donovan's friend Phil broke up with the other girl from the DC season, I wonder if Phil is still, wait, what's her name? Sydney. Thank you, that is right, Sydney. I wonder if Phil is still single because I'd like to date him. I saw him out, I saw him twice. I saw him when I was at a lounge, and then I also saw him at the Wizards game on HBCU night. I was like, oh, that's Phil, and he's real tall. So, Phil, in case you're listening, how at me, boo. Thanks. Oh, God. All right. To keep the Netflix party going. Oh, Dave. Right. <laughs> oh, Dave. I mean, but the way they stopped that dude out. Those are the type of friends that you need in your life. Because that, that was who was it? it? Was Jamie Foxx and who else? It was um, Jamie Foxx and Buster Rhymes. Immediately, oh it yeah, was, the bus. That's my boo. Immediate was was like, nah, we ain't finna, we not having this. Stomp the dude out. I don't know if it was on stage or behind the scenes, but either way old boy left the venue looking like origami. Like, the way his arm was all twisted. I was like, did they break his arm? But that's where his ass gets. Trying to bump his sister. Nigga, you not Will Smith? Right, Will Smith ain't even Will Smith because he's he's on ice right now. I'm not going to say he's canceled, but he's definitely on ice. But I think that also opens up a can of worms because I kind of wondered that so now I kind of feel like when it comes to people performing and things of that nature now you're going to need security standing right there in front of the stage in case somebody is feeling froggy that way they can immediately like we are not having any yeah we're not having any of this because I'm like this man jumped up out of the audience and just bum rushed him and knocked him down and that that could have went way left because he he had a knife on him. Right, so, exactly. And he got arrested for felony assault with a deadly weapon. As he should have. But exactly. you know, e- either he's way. Only 23. He's only 23. Yeah, and then also I think he's like an aspiring rap artist and he made a he made a song about Dave Chappelle. So we don't we're still waiting to hear more of the, the details, but I'm like, it seems like he's a misguided fan and uh yeah that he got stopped to me because i don't know how you decide to go to a show but you know what though speaking of buster rhymes and jamie fox so also when i was at the coffee show waiting for the show to start on a school night and past my bedtime my friend and i were standing up in the balcony and we noticed on the floor where it was a whole lot of people but I don't want to say that either, that a fight broke out. And yes, girl, like a real fight. 
and security spent a good two minutes trying to break the fight up. It was why like, did it take that long? Girl, girl, they couldn't control them. They couldn't control the people, and they tried to break them up and tried to separate them. But I guess old girl had a grip on the other girl. It was not letting that whole go. Oh, it was it was girls. I think it was girls because what happened was exactly what I also noticed, I guess a friend was a friend of one of them was on the fringe or on the outside of the circle of security. And this girl started reaching over security and started bopping somebody in the head. I was like, oh, get your licks in. And it reminded me of a certain incident that happened with our line. <laughs> exactly. That was exactly what I was saying. Some was people like, okay. snuck some hits in. <laughs> but I was like, how she go sneak around and then try to bop somebody in their head? That's not cool. But she did. She got in like a couple of good licks. I was like, damn. I was like, are we really fighting? And then I was like, I am way too old to be in this venue where people are fighting. Like I just, I don't, I don't know anything about that life. Wow. Yeah, I just. It was entertaining though, but I definitely was like, ooh, let me see. But only because I was far enough away and I had a good vantage point. Good stuff. Got to be more careful. But speaking of fights, Jesus. Have you been following this Johnny Damp versus Amber Heard? trial like Girl, not as hard as you though because you all up in it i'm glued to- <laughs> i need to know every detail so now where we are is now it's amber's turn so johnny has finished with his testimony i believe it's been like a week and a half two weeks and i mean he's spilling all of the tea. So for those that have been underneath the rocks, so what's happening is Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard for, I believe it's defamation. So mm-hmm. Amber wrote this op-ed a couple of years ago, and she was saying that she was the victim of domestic violence. She didn't name anybody in the article, but anybody could put two and two together and figure out she was talking about Johnny Depp. So as a result, Johnny Depp has lost out on millions of dollars. Like his contract with Pirates of the Caribbean was not renewed. He was dropped from the, um, what is it? It's the Harry Potter prequels. I forget what they're called, but um, he was dropped from that series. And I believe there was another movie as well. So he's lost out on easily I want to say at least maybe $65 million as a result. Damn, as, a, as a result of an article, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, I don't know who to side with because I do feel like in this case, it was, I definitely believe that Amber is toxic. However, I believe Johnny Depp was equally as toxic. So I believe Amber probably started it. And as a result, he got toxic with her as well. So I wouldn't go as far as maybe calling her, I wouldn't call him a wife beater, but something of a toxic nature definitely happened. But this girl, he came out and said that she pooed on his pillow. Girl, um, that was when I was just too <laughs> rude. 
two fruits, okay? I'm like, what in the holy fuck? Who, who does that? Like, you get so mad the way I'm going to go sit on your pillow. So, because who's going to clean this shit up? Because are I we sleeping in the same bed? I, I hope they weren't, but so they're poo on the bed. He lost a fingertip because she threw a bottle. I think she threw it at the wall. I don't know if she was aiming at him, but whether or not, like, he ended up losing one of his fingertips. Um, What else? So now she's on the stand. She's telling her side of the story. So apparently even after the finger was severed, he was writing, like, messages around the house in his blood to himself. It's crazy. Like, it, it is... People say say that Jada is toxic to Will and I'm like, Jada has nothing Nothing. on Amber Heard. So interested to see how this comes out because I'm like, you know, okay, people joke about it, but women can be toxic as well. And there is also evidence. There is a tape of her saying like kind of condescendingly to him say Johnny say I Johnny Depp a a white male of privilege I am being abused you know say that so she was like who's gonna believe you so I'm like that's damning in and of itself because who Mm -hmm. says something like that and I mean so she's right like essentially she I won't say she ruined his career but she definitely put a dent in it I believe he can come back from this but I believe it hinges on this court case because if he loses then absolutely I don't think anybody in Hollywood would want to touch him again but yeah so interesting but who child now the the biggest part of the show that I really wanted to talk about because I I don't fully understand it and I'm still trying to understand how this has happened because I believe nobody's ever seen this before but now there are rumblings that Roe versus Wade could possibly be overturned by the Supreme Court. Yes. So it's funny because it has happened before where a ruling was leaked before it was made public. You know when? When? Roe versus Wade. Really? Wow. Okay interesting yep but then also i saw something and you know i don't watch phone news so i don't know how much validity there is here but i'm inclined to believe it but the idiots on fox news are trying to blame this on kentaji brown jackson it's like bitch she hasn't even been confirmed yet she's not she's officially not a justice like what the hell are you talking about yeah exactly and then i'm i'm like and this is why I'm ashamed because I'm like, okay, you need to do better. Because even the justice who brought this up, Justice Samuel Alito. Yes. I don't know him. So I don't know. <laughs> you don't need to I, know. Don't, I don't know the Supreme Court justices, but I feel like we do. And that's part of the reason why we are where we are because people haven't been paying attention. So I feel like a lot of this is... I feel like they they really don't give a fuck what happens to like black and brown people or whatever. But I feel like even with January 6th and all of that, I feel like, and I'm just going to call a thing a thing. I feel like white people in this country are very scared and they are trying to use all of these 
legal tactics and all this stuff in order to ensure that they stay on top. Because we talk about this all the time. Yeah. It's coming up very quickly that pretty soon America is going to be a minority majority country. So that means there will be more people of color population wise than white people. And that is going to change a lot of things. So I feel like now they're trying to overturn Roe versus Wade in an effort to make these white people or these white women in particular have these children because it increases their numbers because also when it comes to abortion people falsely believe that it's blacks and latinos and asians and everybody else that are getting these abortions no majority of the people who get abortions are married white women so if you if you can force these married white women to have these children then of course their population is going to go up and they need the numbers in order to pass like all this legislation and all that kind of stuff um, in the country. But Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, when it comes to abortion, first and foremost, I don't understand why so many people give a fuck what women do with their bodies. Mm -hmm. It's all about control. Like it doesn't matter what they're trying to control. It's just that control freaks just need to control something because And when you overreach, that's because nine times out of 10, you feel like you are losing your power. So when you overreach and you do the most, that's when like crazy fucked up shit happens. But also, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like this will be the first time that the Supreme Court would overturn a decision that has already been decided by the Supreme Court. I mean, very possibly. That's why I'm like, I don't understand this kind of conundrum that we're in. Cause I'm like, I thought we, I thought you voted on this already. So how does this, how does this. Like, why is it coming back? Like, I think a state, I think it like clearly like some state bought this, bought abortion back to the Supreme court because whatever ruling happened in the lower court you know, the lower court ruled in favor of the person who I guess was for abortions. Mm -hmm. Um, So then, so I'm guessing it's the defendant or no, I'm guessing it's the plaintiff who is like bringing it back to the Supreme Court. And I feel like if the justices were smart, they would have said this decision has already been decided or a, de- or a decision like this has already been addressed in this court and they would throw it out because the Supreme Court does not always review, they don't review every case that's brought to them. They throw a lot of cases out. Right. And to me, this would have been a case that I would have voted that we throw out. Like why, like, why are we looking at this? Why are we doing this again? Again, because- and, and that's why it's important that people understand the big picture about when it comes time for elections, like who you're voting mm-hmm. for and all of that, because appointing people to the Supreme Court, like people have to die off of the court. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not like you serve a couple of years and then you're out. No, like these are lifelong appointments. And obviously um, Biden's predecessors understood that. So now the court is stacked with, more of these kind of conservative type people who are going to vote a certain way and that affects all of us 
So right. I, I just, I mean, and I was talking to somebody about this and I've talked about this on the show previously. I have had an abortion and I will say that I think that it is the worst thing that I've ever done in my life. Like I felt like that was the lowest point of my life. But I'm also grateful to have that decision of I get to choose whether or not I want to have this baby. Mm-hmm. So I'll, although I think it is horrible, I feel like that is a decision that every woman has to make on her own. And she has Correct. that right to make that decision. It doesn't Correct. matter why she's making that decision. She should be able to have that decision. And then also, I'm like, it's very funny that all of these men are very opinionated. But that's why I'm like. Okay, well, if y'all feel some type of way about women getting pregnant and child support and all of that, y'all need to be pushing for male birth control. They're not gonna do that. But I mean, I mean, I agree with you one thousand percent. But the thing is, it goes to men are not going to do anything that's going to go against their gender or against their group. Like, unfortunately, like they—they they are not the marginalized citizens here and they're going to do whatever they can to make sure that they have what they need they don't care about women they don't care about minorities and it's it I feel like when it comes to majority populations they do things that are in their best interests they're not going to do things that are going to go against them so it's not in their best interest to have male birth control because that means that they will have to prescribe to some sort of birth control. I mean, didn't they make Viagra coverable under insurance? Probably. Like, right. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, but they also, but they also want to take access, you know, they want to defund Planned Parenthood. And Planned Parenthood is one of those entities that provides free birth control. So they, so the thing is, is like, right. And if these people were really as pro-life, oops, my bracelets. If these people were really as pro-life as they say they are, then when these women have children, there would be plans. Yes, Yes. there would be more plans, Uh more things here to help these women and to help these populations and these underserved communities when they bring children to this world. There would be more adoptions. There would be better foster care systems. Mm -hmm. There would be better things in place to take care of infants and children when they get here. However, not every state has early childhood education. That's not mandated anywhere. Like DC is one of the few places that I know of, especially in the D- in the DMV area, that has a mandatory pre-K three. In Maryland, students, I think that students have to go to school by kindergarten. So that means that parents are still paying for daycare if they have the money to pay for daycare when children are three and four years old. So that's not, that's not helpful. That's not beneficial to children. So you have some, you know, some children who are getting a better head start than their counterparts. And that's not cool. But also even to your point about who we put in office, another issue that's coming up because this is an election year is red line, is redistricting. 
Oh, absolutely. Was, oh, shoot. What, was it in Jacksonville? I don't think it was Jacksonville. It was in Florida. I can't remember what state. It was, it was. in Florida. It was in Florida, was in Florida? where they, yes, they where broke, they broke up, up a majority mm-hmm. Black Democratic um, yes. districts. And yep. they really drew the lines. And yep. the thing is, is that what, what people don't realize, and I'm not even say Black people, because I feel like there are white people who don't vote. There are people of every race that All don't color vote. that don't vote. But, yep. Yes. But people that don't vote don't realize, and we've said this before on this podcast, your local elections are a hell lot more important than the national elections. Like who you have as your mayor, who you have as your governor, who sits on your city or your county council. Those are the people who make decisions about your everyday life. And if you are sitting down and not going to those elections, then shame on you. And if you aren't paying attention to what's going on in your backyard, then shame on you. And that's how people are, and that's how these officials are able to get away, one, with being reelected 18, 19, 20 terms. And so, like, Sean Thurman was the longest serving senator in the state of South Carolina. That man was almost 100 years old by the time he died and retired. Absolutely. And had a black daughter. That he sent to South Carolina State University. But we That's don't want to be that. Exactly. That's how it be, though. Exactly. And the thing is, is that he raped his parents' maid. And that's how he be, and that's how he impregnated that girl. Mm-hmm. I think he was like 14 and he was like 21. Oh, absolutely. And I'm so, sure mommy and daddy covered that up. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So then, so that's one thing. I'm sorry, I went off on this tangent. But the thing is, is that these people are able to serve multiple terms because people are not paying attention to their local elections. They're not going to vote. They're not paying attention until it's too late. And then they want to, you know, cry and be upset. It's like, it's too late. Where were you on election day? Beating off. I'll wait. Anyway, yeah, I'm pretty sure this will be a, a di- ongoing discussion because um, it's definitely not over. And I'm still just like, how is Justice Brown part of this? Mm-hmm. But what's new? But anyway, for our dope gifting in Black, we got to give it to Monica because Monica, yeah, because I was like, oh, I didn't even know. But Monica is currently working on a country album so as part of her role out she was invited to perform at the country music awards and somebody felt like the show was a little too black because not only did she perform anthony mackie graciously stepped in at the 11th hour to help co-host the awards and i don't even know who this this fool's name is but he made the comment Oh, okay. Whoever he is, I don't know him either, so he's a non-fucking factor. Anyway, (laughs) he he decided that the awards were too Black, and he compared it to Wakanda. He said it was very much, yeah, he said welcome to Wakanda because it was a little more melanated. This is what he said. This is his exact quote. There were so many Black people there. Sorry to say, but so many Black celebrities who have nothing to do with country music, and it's like, why? He added, it's not Wakanda. It is, motherfucker. It is today. I mean, but here's the thing. So I'm I'm like, 
I won't even say white America. Like again, black people come to this country and we took nothing and made something. So I'm like, you know, your rock and roll, your country music, like your jazz, all of that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That came from us. It started from us and it became whitewashed. So we could sit up here and talk about Elvis is the king of rock and roll and all of that, but no, little Richard jacked. motherfucker. That's where he got it from. Was little Richard. Thank you. And um, you know, Big Mama Thornton. So like all of these people that you don't really hear as much about because unless you are a music head and you know your music history, you wouldn't know these people. So what what are we talking about here? So actually, Monica is returning to reclaim the throne because that shit came from us, and that's all I've got to say about that. Facts. Thank you, Shug. That's all it needs to be said. Hmm. So this is a great conversation. I love when we talk about hot topics. Yeah, we should do more hot topic shows. Yeah, we we should should do that. But sometimes I'll be wanting to talk about that shit. America be depressing sometimes, man. Be getting on my nerves. I know, but that's part of the reason why I'm looking at expat options. Like, not anytime soon, but I definitely want to retire outside of the country. Gotcha. Well, I mean, I'm sad that you're not going, that you may not be going on the trip with us, but I'm very excited about this Donna trip at the end of the year. And I think I'm going to look into dual citizenship because apparently it's still available for those of us of African descent. So I'm excited. Yeah, that's dope. My only thing is I hate that I can't do it in Benin. So maybe Ghana might be an option but yeah I was definitely thinking about that because I'll be in Benin I believe the week after you guys will be in Ghana so that's why I was like oh maybe I could stop in and say what's up to them for a couple of days and then get on the plane and go to Benin and hang out there but it all depends on how much vacation time because I'll be using my PTO yes I don't I don't sit on mine so yeah I got a lot to lose but not lose use I'm not losing nothing but I'm going to try to do a better job. But in any event, thank you, Shug, for this discussion today. It's always great to hang out. KB, we love you and miss you. Um, to our listeners, be sure to follow us on social media. Please feel free to send us an email at femnoirfiles at gmail.com to let us know what you think of us in the show. And this has been another episode of the Femnoir Files. Bye. Don't forget to listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play. Connect with us on social media at The Noir Files on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Noir Files. Bye!